folks this is yet another episode from the TGV global speaker series and our guest for today is Kelkal she is originally from the united states but she moved to bali this year kel is a mindset life transformation and an empowerment coach for women she is also a speaker author and host of the dear dumb bitch podcast kel thought she was living her dream life in sunny south florida but in reality was miserable and living a secret life in an emotionally abusive and toxicity of marriage in 2018 she made the decision to move across the country to restart her life and has transformed every aspect of her life in 2023 she moved across the world to create her life and now lives in bali where she offers online coaching mentoring and programs that help women transform their relationships with themselves use toxic relationships as a catalyst for personal growth and transcend trauma and patterns from the past and elevate their mindset so that they can stop settling fall in love with themselves and create lives they are obsessed with as we prepare to delve into our conversation on the topic at hand empowering your journey transforming toxic relationships and loving yourself with kel here's an exciting twist first let us take tickle her brain so kel get ready for a rapid fire round of random words i'll mention a few and i would love to hear the first thing that comes to your mind without thinking much are you ready for it okay i am ready <laughs> that's wonderful so kel here comes the first word it is curiosity leads to learning and understanding invention the art of creation okay and then comes future is created in the moment book leads to expansion movie i don't watch movies <laughs> <laughs> that's okay food i'm in a smoothie bowl phase of my life please bali mm success fulfillment universe infinite and benevolent and the last one is money energy super and thanks for participating in the first rapid fire round so sportively kill there is one more waiting towards the end of the episode and folks welcome to the guiding voice podcast series where we embark on transformative conversations for a better future i'm your host navin samala dedicated to making the world a better place through valuable discussions that add value not only to your life but also to your career and thank you so much for tuning in kill hearty welcome to the guiding voice and i've been waiting for finding a guest to discuss this topic and i'm so fortunate to find you and cover this important topic and i'm super thrilled engage in this important topic in our conversation today hearty welcome to the guiding voice oh thank you navin thank you for having me i am so excited that we connected and i'm really looking forward to our conversation today yeah so let's uh, get started with your success mantra kel so please share with our audience the top 3 things that have attributed to your success so far Oh, what a great question. I would say choosing progress over perfection and being willing to be a beginner. Consistency and continuing to show up even when you aren't seeing the results and the outcome and letting go of the attachment to the outcome and being open to things unfolding. in magical ways uh, these are real nuggets of wisdom and i can resonate with uh, a lot of them one is choosing progress over perfection 
like i also strongly believe in continuous improvement rather than making it uh, 100% perfect if not i would have not launched this podcast and i would have have crossed 400 episodes by now and at the same time consistency is another thing and i'm also not attached to results results will follow as long as we add value so a lot of resonation there and uh, kel yes could you share more about your personal journey from living what seemed like a dream life in south florida to realizing you were in an emotionally abusive marriage right what was the turning point that prompted you to make the decision to move across the country and in 2018 and transform your life Yeah so this was really the beginning of my journey and I thought I was living my dream life my life looked really good from the outside I lived in sunny south florida as you mentioned I had a very successful business with my husband at the time I lived in this beautiful home that I remodeled to perfection I had a lot of money and success and I had six pack abs and a I looked good and I drove a Porsche and my life looked amazing from the outside but inside I was miserable. And I remember thinking I thought I'd be happy by now and that was a recurring theme in my life. But at the time I knew my marriage was not healthy. I didn't realize how toxic and abusive it was. But in December of 2017, my intuition took over. And that was the day I told my then abusive now ex-husband that I wanted a divorce. Mm-hmm. Now, I did not commit to leaving the marriage at that point in time, but that was really the beginning of the end. And the relationship did not get better, shocking I'm sure, but it actually got way worse. And all of the abuse and control and manipulation I had experienced over the years really just amplified and intensified until it reached a space in March of 2018 where I just felt like I needed to escape. Like I literally felt like I was drowning every single day of my life. So I got permission mm-hmm. from my then abusive now ex-husband to take a trip to Seattle, Washington to visit my sister. And I want to interrupt myself and let the listeners know that if you are in a relationship where you feel like you need permission to do something, that is a red flag. That is not a sign of a healthy relationship, but that was my reality at the time. So I took what was supposed to be a 2-week vacation to mm-hmm. visit Seattle, Washington from Florida, and from the moment I got to the airport, I knew that there was no way I could ever go back to the life that I lived because I just felt this profound sense of freedom. And sometimes you don't realize how toxic something is until you get that breath of fresh air. So during that trip, I committed to the decision I knew in my heart and soul that I needed to make, which was to not only leave my marriage, but to move across the country to restart my life. in every mm-hmm. possible way. So mm. after the 2 weeks I flew back to Florida. I packed my shit in garbage bags from my dream home. I filed for a divorce. I went broke overnight after my then abusive now ex-husband withdrew every penny from our joint account. So naturally my next stop was the Porsche dealership because I could no longer afford my car payments. And 2 days later I was on a flight back to Washington with a suitcase and a dream 
of a different future for myself. And that was the real beginning of my journey. Mm, that's a bold decision. And I, I believe there are no regrets as such. Probably you're proud of your decision, if I'm not wrong. Can I take that? I am. Yes, I am so proud of that girl who made the difficult decision to choose herself and to have the courage to start over because it's never too late to make a change in life, but it's always too soon to settle. Mm. Very inspiring. So your story of transformation is truly, truly inspiring. So please walk our audience through the process of navigating the aftermath of toxic relationships. I'm sure many women, many girls are undergoing that, being in the same toxic relationship, but they're not opening up and they wanted to probably proceed with that. Maybe they are afraid of the aftermath. So please share some key aspects of realizations that helped you in your healing journey. Yeah. And I love that you you mentioned, you know, a lot of people are experiencing yeah. these types of relationships, both women and men, but there isn't really a lot of conversation about it. And there yeah. is a lot of shame and a stigma associated with these types of relationships and shame thrives in silence. So I'm so glad that we are opening up this dialogue today. Now, the aftermath of a toxic relationship can be an actual shit show because sometimes things feel worse before they get better. And these toxic relationships, there's usually aspects of control and manipulation, and you are literally conditioned to doubt yourself. I can remember that the feeling that I felt like I was crazy. Like I didn't know if I was making the best decision of my life by leaving or the worst decision of my life by leaving. And I was not at all prepared for the emotional aftermath. I really thought it would be as easy as moving across the country to restart my life in every possible way. I didn't understand the degree of trauma that I had experienced. So not only are you healing from the trauma of the relationship, you're also healing from the trauma that led you to that relationship in the first place. And that's the real key in order to transcend these toxic patterns, whether it's a toxic relationship with a romantic partner or in friendships or toxic relationships with food or money. We have all kinds of relationships in our life and they all have the potential to become toxic or not healthy. But understanding what led us to that relationship in the first place is really key for healing and allowing yourself to actually feel the emotions that are present because you have to feel in order to heal. Now, feeling doesn't mean suffering, but yeah. feeling means allowing yourself to release and let go of the emotions and trauma that are present and stored in your within yourself. Mm -hmm. Got it. Got it. And uh, just to reiterate the thing that I mentioned, many people find themselves in toxic relationships and struggle to break free. Now let's talk about what advice you want to offer to them so that they can transcend these toxic patterns and use such relationships as a catalyst for personal growth, similar to how you did. Yeah, so... Toxic relationships are really a calling from your higher self that it is time to rise. It's time to evolve and it's time to transcend the patterns from 
the past. So often we view a toxic relationship uh, from a negative lens, like it's something bad that happened. And actually, if you have the awareness of it, it's really an empowering space to be in because you get to decide what happens next. And what has happened in life is far less important than what you choose to do next. So the first step is to choose yourself. It's to recognize that you are in a relationship that is not serving you. It's not supporting you. It's not aligned with the vision and what you desire for your life and making the choice to create changes in your life and recognizing that you are the common denominator in your life. And if you want your life to change, it means that you need to change. And this is where personal responsibility really comes in. And Personal responsibility is not the same as self-blame. It's so easy to blame ourselves. Why did I stay so long? Why did I end up with this partner? What's wrong with me? What do I need to fix about myself? That's not personal responsibility. That's self-blame. And anytime you're blaming someone or something for your personal reality, even if it's yourself, it's giving away your personal power because you can't make changes from a space of blame. So recognizing your role, understanding and accepting responsibility for the choices and actions and decisions you made in the past and understanding them from a lens of compassion and self-love allows you to make new choices going forward. And pain is the greatest teacher in life. The purpose of pain is not to punish you. It's to teach you. It's to release and shed and allow you to transcend so you can evolve, so you can step into that next version of yourself. But so often we hide from the pain and we try to avoid it and we try to numb it and we develop coping mechanisms to make it go away. And it doesn't go away. It's still there. And then we live our lives trying to hide from it and trying to avoid it and escape it. And ultimately, we're just abandoning ourselves. So the aftermath of a toxic relationship is the opportunity for you to pick up the pieces of yourself, the pieces of yourself that need your own love the most and to love yourself back to life and to use those lessons that you've learned to gain a better understanding of yourself and to use that to create a life that actually feels good for you and that supports you and that has healthy and loving relationships. But it starts with the relationship with yourself. Got it. So I I see that uh, personal transformation or the self-transformation is the corner store of this broader life changes. So can we dive a little deep into this one? Like, because uh, you said transforming the relationship with oneself, like self-relationship yeah. might be the key to the transforming one's life. So let's dive deep into this. 100%. Yeah. So I I love this question and I love speaking on this because I spent most of my life trying to change the wrong things. I was trying to change things outside of my life to change my life. And it's in actually making the internal shifts and changes that allows your external reality to change. Now, life is just a series of relationships, and they all reflect the relationship that you have with yourself, which is the most important relationship that there is, because it's the foundation for every other relationship in your life. So it's in transforming the relationship with yourself that you're able to transform every relationship in your life. And you're also able to change your life, because when you change what you believe about yourself and when you change how you treat yourself and when you make yourself a priority in your own life, then life reflects that. And the more that you love yourself, 
the more life loves you back because it's all just from the energy of self-love. And we spend most of our lives looking for love outside of ourselves. But when we recognize and allow ourselves to access the love that we have within, then we just become a magnet for everything that we desire in life. I I love the statement. <laughs> become the magnet for everything that you desire in the life. Awesome. So let's uh, switch gears and talking talk further about this learning to love oneself and develop a healthy self relationship. Again, this sounds by easy by words but not on paper, right? So what are some yeah. practical steps or practices that individuals can undertake to achieve that self love and also self worth? Yeah, yeah, and this was the most abstract concept for me mm-hmm. at first. Mm-hmm. Because when I left my marriage and moved across the country to restart my life, I was determined to not let it be the worst thing that ever happened to me. And I was somehow going to make it be the best thing that ever happened and use it as an opportunity to learn to love myself. I called it my journey of self-love and self-discovery. But I had no idea what that actually meant. I held this vision of having this beautiful relationship with myself and having massive self-love, but I didn't even know what it meant. I'm like, how do I do that? And I have come to realize that you don't need to learn how to love yourself. That's the most natural thing that there is because we are love. Like out of the core of our beings, we are love. The real journey is unlearning the ways that you aren't loving yourself and recognizing the patterns that are blocking you from actually loving yourself and treating like yourself like someone that you love and care about. We often say things to ourselves that we would never say to anyone else. We often put ourselves at the bottom of the to-do list and think that makes us a better partner or a better coworker and really we're just abandoning ourselves. So I really viewed the relationship with myself from like a third party perspective. And the first step was, okay, if I wanted to get to know, if I wanted to fall in love with someone, because I had this vision of falling in love with myself, if I wanted to fall in love with someone, I would probably get to know them first because I wouldn't just fall in love Mm -hmm. with like a stranger on the street. So I realized that I needed to get to know myself and know my true self, understand who I am without the external, because I had my entire life defined by external things that were removed. My house, my car, my dogs, my business, everything was stripped away. So it was like, who am I? And if I want to build this relationship with myself, I need to know who I am inside, not what based on what I am mm-hmm. outside. So actually discovering who you are, what are your values? What's important to you? Mm-hmm. What makes you you? Get to know the true you. And you do that by spending time with yourself. And so often we avoid spending time with ourselves. And if we are with ourselves, we're on our phone or we're distracted or we're constantly doing things. And it's in being with yourself that you get to begin to develop the relationship with yourself. And it's important to identify what's important to you within Mm -hmm. a relationship and then to look at how these aspects are reflected in the relationship that you have with yourself. So for example, maybe self, maybe respect, trust, understanding, compassion. These might be attributes of a relationship that are important to you. Well, use those and look at the relationship that you have with yourself 
and identify how the relationship with yourself is reflecting those. And that's where the work is. If you don't trust yourself, you're not going to be able to trust other people. So developing trust within yourself allows you to then trust other people. Developing respect and honoring yourself and understanding yourself on deeper levels. So identifying the pillars within the relationship with yourself and actually intentionally building those pillars to build a healthy and solid relationship with yourself allows you to actually make those changes. That's quite insightful. Now let's take one step ahead and talk about yeah. healing the past traumas. Because again, this is also a crucial part of personal growth. So share some insights with our audience on how individuals can begin the healing process effectively and work through their past experiences. Yeah. And this is so important because so often we have these experience in life, experiences in life and either consciously or unconsciously, we just move on from them. And we think it happened, it's done, we'll just move on. And we continue to carry the emotions Mm -hmm. that were present in those experiences. And we all have trauma. Trauma is just a part of the human condition. And I used to think that trauma was something that was reserved for like major disasters and things like war or experiencing murder or rape or these really horrific situations. And it absolutely is, but trauma is a spectrum. So yes, it's all those things. It's also emotional abuse. It's also that one time in second grade where the teacher didn't call on you and you created a narrative to make it mean something about yourself. So trauma is really just about how the past continues to affect your present. It's Mm -hmm. the emotional and energetic residue from the past. And it creates a wound that where you Mm. carry. So it actually creates like an internal injury. And then we spend our lives trying to protect ourselves from that wound rather than allowing the wound to heal. And the real healing occurs through feeling because we carry these emotions and we carry the traumas from the past. Yes, in our mind, our mind creates a story about it and most of the time, the story is not an accurate representation. It's just the the narrative that we've created based on what happened from our own unique perspective. But we carry trauma in, in our body. And it's an actually feeling that you're mm-hmm. able to heal and you're able to release what the body is holding on to because the body carries what the mind wants to forget. So somatic work is a really, really powerful modality to actually release trauma from the past because it allows you to release the emotions and energy that are stored in the body. It's quite clear. And uh, let's talk about uh, developing the future self. Again, I was intrigued when I have gone through your profile. Developing your future self, right? So I think you need uh, to inculcate certain habits in order to develop your future self. So what habits or mindset shifts did you personally adapt that have made a significant difference in your life transformation and how can others also implement them and i have one off the record question like the art behind you is that mandala art the one behind you it is yeah i actually painted that one myself oh great that looks great yeah i made it i made it here in bali (laughs) okay so let's talk about those um, habits for the future self 
Yeah. So, so often when we think about becoming the next version of ourselves, or we think about, you know, creating the vision board life or reaching our goals, dreams, hopes, and desires, we think about what we need to do. Mm. And it's kind of a backwards approach because it's not so much about doing, it's more about being. The real question is, who do you need to become in order to live that life? So this is where it becomes really important to develop the habits of your future self, because most of our life is on autopilot. It's just how the brain works. The brain wants to be efficient. So it's constantly creating habits and routines to optimize that efficiency. So if you develop the habits of your future self, then you can put your future self and your higher self on autopilot to some Mm -hmm. degree and become who you need to be, who's living the life that you want to live. So connecting with that future version of yourself. And I actually have a future self meditation that Mm -hmm. I uh, created and I could share with your listeners. I'll send it to you and you could link it in the show notes. It's a really powerful practice to connect with that future version of yourself to really create clarity in regards to who you are becoming and understanding what are the habits of your future self? How does that version of yourself spend their time? What do they do? What supports them? Now, for me, meditating was one Mm. of them. And I had so much resistance to meditating at first. And if you are resistant towards something, it's definitely something to get curious about. At first, I'm like, I can't sit still. My mind will never stop. You know, being alone with myself, that was my worst, like, worst nightmare. I'm like, I don't want to be alone with myself. But all of my greatest mentors meditated. Gabby Bernstein, Wayne Dyer, Michael Singer, all the people that I was learning from practice meditation. And I'm like, okay, this this means something. So meditating became a huge practice of mine. Journaling is another really powerful practice for me because it allows you to have a space to reflect, create perspective, process, create clarity for the future, to release the past. So journaling is a really powerful practice as well. And then just looking at different changes in my lifestyle. So making sure that I am eating foods that actually make me feel good and getting enough sleep. I used to get four to six hours of sleep and I thought I was a superhero. I'm like, look at me, look at how productive I could be. I'm only getting like five hours a night of sleep, uh, five hours of sleep a night, but I was a shit show. I was a disaster. And as I started to make these changes in my lifestyle and create habits that actually supported me and allowed me to feel good and connect with myself and allow me to show up as the vision of who I was becoming, I was able to really start to see these shifts. Uh, this is uh, inspirational conversation with tons of insights and I'm li- loving every bit of it, Kel. Now let's uh, shift gears and talk about your podcast. What is your podcast, Dear Dumb Bitch, all about? Yeah, Dear Dumb Bitch. So kind of like Dear Diary, but Dear Dumb Bitch, because we all have an inner dumb bitch that's teaching us life lessons when we actually pay attention. I tried to ignore mine for most of my life and she did not go away. She just got louder and louder and louder. So I decided to notice her and pay attention to her and learn the lessons that she was teaching me. And when I say dear dumb bitch, I mean it in the most loving and endearing way. (laughs) 
Interesting and we had the fabulous conversation so far and it's time for us to add some spice and some excitement to the episode. So with your consent I'll uh, trigger a, a series of intriguing rapid fire questions just to spice up the episode. Are you ready for it? Yes, ready. All right, here comes the first bullet out of the second rapid fire round. So if you could have one gigantic billboard anywhere with anything on it, what would it say? Oh, I mentioned it earlier but it's really important and this is something I want everyone to know. It's never too late to make a change, but it's always too soon to settle. Wow. And what is one thing that you are really bad at that you wish you were good or better at? Gardening. <laughs> and keeping plants alive. <laughs> <laughs> and can you describe yourself in just one word? Mm. Oh, this is a tough one. <laughs> describe myself in one word. Genuine. Okay. And what is your favorite thing about living in the 21st century the current times the most exciting times? Oh, all of the resources that we have access to. Mm. And if you could have any superpower what would it be and why? Mm, I would say teleportation because I live in Bali and my family is still in the US and Bali is really far away from the US. So it would be amazing to just be able to take myself and teleport <laughs> myself to spend time with my family but also be right back in Bali because I love Bali so much. I I wish it comes a reality it becomes a reality. <laughs> okay. I, I I think I think it's possible. Yeah. Yeah, here comes the last one for rapid fire round. What is one electronic gadget or a fantasy gadget that you would like to see or invent yourself? other than the mm. teleportation <laughs> <laughs> okay so i think it would be really powerful to have some type of tool or device that monitors your level of consciousness and presence and gives you some type of little reminder to come back to the moment when your mind takes over and pulls you out of presence oh awesome i loved it and uh, let's be back to the mainstream So Kel you based on your personal journey and the transformation that you have undergone yourself what will be one piece of advice or wisdom that you would like to leave our audience with something they can carry with them on their own journeys of self discovery as well as empowerment yeah so i would say the the journey of self love self discovery self empowerment of becoming the highest truest version of yourself Something that's really important to understand is it's not about becoming somebody else. Mm. It's about unbecoming all that you aren't so that you can become more of who you are. It's about stripping away the layers of the past, the layers of subconscious conditioning, of trauma, of emotions, of everything that is blocking you from being the true you. And it's about discovering that version of yourself, the version of yourself beneath everything and developing the courage to share that version of yourself with the world because that's your truth that's your gift that's your gift to humanity that's your piece in the puzzle that is humanity and the more that you can connect with that the more that we're all able to collectively improve the world that we live in super i i love the message so powerful and uh, kill before i let you go so share with our audience how is your experience being hosted on the guiding west platform 
Amazing. I loved our conversation so much. You asked such beautiful and insightful questions. I especially loved the rapid fire because that was just, that was just really fun, like on the spot, like creative thinking. So I really, really enjoyed it. And I hope our audience enjoyed the conversation as well. Yeah, there's a lot to learn from this conversation and that will help them come out of the toxic relationships and break free. Awesome. Super awesome. <laughs> and uh, I really mm-hmm. appreciate you taking time for joining this conversation and sharing amazing insights with our audience so boldly. And I look forward to hosting you again in future. Have a great time ahead, Kel. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I would love to come back for a follow-up conversation. I am in the process of publishing my first book, which will be out in March, Mm -hmm. which is very exciting. And I am happy to be a resource for your listeners. So if they have any questions or looking for some perspective or insight, then please feel free to reach out to me and we can connect. Absolutely. I think that would be the perfect occasion. Like once your once your book is released, let's uh, embark on one more conversation for sure. And thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Beautiful. Mm, Thank you again. Thank you so much. So friends, that was our episode with Kel Cal. And before we jump into the fun trivia section, we have a quick request. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast from wherever you have tuned in because subscribing keeps you updated on new episodes. And if you have enjoyed this conversation and found it beneficial, please share with at least three of your friends or colleagues who would also like The Guiding Voice. So please spread the knowledge and help others grow just like you. Now let's cruise into the trivia segment of today's episode. So today we had an amazing conversation with Kel on how to break free toxic relationships. And I'm going to share certain statistics about toxic relationships. You know, according to the National Coalition Against Domestic Violence, nearly 20 people per minute are physically abused by an intimate partner in the United States. And the second fact is, about the economic impact. Toxic relationships can have a substantial economic impact and the victims of domestic violence lose nearly 8 million days of paid work each year in the United States. That's huge, isn't it? And the third one is about gender disparities. While toxic relationships can affect anyone, women are disproportionately impacted. Globally, 35% of women have experienced either physical and or sexual intimate partner violence or non-partner sexual violence. These statistics highlight the widespread nature of toxic relationships, the economic consequences and also the gender disparities that often exist in such situations. So that's it from my end and I would love to hear from you. What are you doing to break free the toxic relationships? And if you have anything to share with our audience which can be implemented, Please comment if you are watching it on YouTube. You can directly comment there. Or if you have found the episode on some social media platform, you can comment there as well. I'm going to review them in future for sure. And that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and also for being part of our awesome community. Folks, we would love to hear from you. So do not hesitate to share your feedback, ideas, topic recommendations, guest guest speaker suggestions, 
or anything either through our social media or you can also email us at theguidingvoiceforyou@gmail.com and let's create content that resonates with you i'm your host navin samala a lifelong learner and my goal is to have impactful conversations that improve not only your life but also your career until next time take care stay inspired and remember the future holds great things because the best is yet to come goodbye for now see you all in the next episode with another amazing guest take care